This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? From the Bay Shore of New Jersey to the shores of the Merrimack River in New Hampshire, right? Yeah, New Hampshire. <laughs> this, sure. is, this is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. I don't live in New Hampshire yet. Uh, just work there. Yeah, I just yeah. work there. But anyway, this is episode 342. Every part three you've ever watched, ever. Yeah, so it was a brutal t- two-game stretch for the uh, <coughs> excuse me t- for the New York Red Bulls. Uh, two nothing losses to both Columbus and Cincinnati, basically owned by the state of Ohio. Uh, really did not look great in this one at all. Uh, I don't know. Let's. I guess we can dive right into it. I did the tweets ready from our angry listeners. Oh, God, do I have the tweets? Let me, uh, give me a second. I'm going to pull them up right here. <sighs> Should I even say what games these are from? It's pretty much all blur. It's pretty much the same thing, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Um, okay, so let's, uh, we're going to go down the line. We're just going to read off some rage here. Uh, Steven Santos at Creepy Taxi. We were terrible and outclassed by a way better team, and it showed on and off the pitch. We looked like a semi-pro team out there with no shots on target. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know what game we were talking about here. Yeah. Uh, Travis Moose, at Moose underscore Travis. After 100 minutes of soccer, not a single shot on goal. Every player that played significant minutes should be cut. We have zero striker presence, a lackluster midfield, and, abs- and absentee wingers. 4-4-2 is rudimentary and is akin to middle school soccer at best. Trash can. Travis Ooh. Funny you mentioned that formation. How weird, because what happened next? Yeah, that was fire, that tweet. Fire. Yeah. Uh, Broth at CNY underscore Metro 96 posted up a meme saying, our expectations for you were low, but holy fuck. (laughs) My friend. I mean, it was just going to get worse. Oh, yeah. Tonino M., uh, frequent tweeter of the show, says, can we get a forward? Spend some fucking money, for Christ's sake. This is just an average MLS team, nothing more. Been this way for years with no signs of changing. Yeah. Well, I mean, what? Our one, our second DP, I guess Josh Sims was actually on a designated player uh, contract, and he's now gone. So we only have one designated yep. player. Two. <laughs> All right. Let's let's keep reading the tweets. Uh, Blue Mini Mike said, "Y'all lost to Cincy." I mean, yeah, dude, rough. <laughs> Uh, Mark Reitermeyer at M. Wrighty said, where's the passion? Does anyone want to play? At MetroFan96, once again, we're not a tournament team. Same shit, different year. Uh, Tonino M. again said, it's okay. Come back, boys. Let's COVID up here. 
True. And a theme that's going to be very prevalent, um, maybe with the both of us, is uh, at JBS319 said, hashtag Armus out. Seriously. Oh, man. Well, thank you all for your tweets. Uh, the rage is pretty much, uh, you know, mutual, that's for sure. Um, but I guess let's dive right into it. I guess we'll do a joint like and dislike since there was really not much difference between either game. Mm-hmm. So let's let's get the potential positives out of the way. What just so we can dive right into really spend time on the dislikes. What did you like about this match? Well, the only thing I liked about either of these games is that it fit my schedule. Uh, yeah. They didn't play at nine in the morning. The ten thirty eight night start you know i got to i had the next day off uh last night was an eight o'clock game so i wasn't up late for that uh that's it yeah there you go my that's like is, it right yeah my, i'd say my like is that my beer was stocked with or my fridge was stocked with beer so it helped it helped uh, me cope with this game that's for sure these games yeah so let's now let's get to where we know we're going to spend a lot of time. What did you dislike about this match? Oh my god! Sorry, sorry for that silence. Um, where to begin? Where to begin? Uh, I think the signs were from the Atlanta game when they scored early and did nothing afterwards, and that was obviously a sign of things to come in the next two games. I, I don't. How do you just pick one? Yeah. I, 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 oh God. I think my choice, if in just the dislike, because we have a lot more to talk about, is lineups. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Lineups. Uh, I thought the second game lineup against Columbus made no sense. There was no player rotation from the first game, uh, and then the second game. What? I, I don't even know what the fuck that was. Uh, I was at a four five one, um, and your one wasn't a true striker. You didn't have your two th- or three, three yeah. strikers you had on the bench. Three, yeah. Uh, Mind boggling lineups. Uh, that I guess will be my biggest dislike until we break down the game more in a little bit. Yeah, uh, my biggest dislike, I think, would just have to be, I mean, you actually touched upon it in the Atlanta game, was the passing game. It was just, it was, I mean, I think one of our tweeters said uh, said that, you know, this team looked like a semi-pro team. And the, the passing game was just atrocious. I mean, you would think, this is what we brought Kaku in to do, you know, uh, mm-hmm. two years ago, is to break down the back line, and there was just no passing. Uh, and and the passing, it was just the turnovers galore, horrible touches. It, it's just uh, this team seems to have zero ideas right now. And uh, it really was kind of an embarrassing, uh, very embarrassing uh, thing to watch for sure. It was absolutely atrocious. No idea how this game, they get this fixed. Um, just just a, too terrible. I mean – I'd say probably the worst, one of the worst, if not the worst, two-game stretch I've seen this team play in my 10 years as a fan. Yeah, I mean, we've we've seen them lose a couple games in a row for sure, but, like, you, 
I mean, uh, last night the pass, the bad passing, led directly to a goal, immediately to a goal. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I don't know what Turek was thinking. Just, uh, I, I don't know, man. It, it's just so bad. And then, like we said, when the team's going into the box, they just completely lose it. There's no player to make a strong pass. Uh, mm-hmm. Royer was passing to nobody when he should have taken a shot on net. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just they looked discombobulated, like they had no good ideas in two games, and again to have zero shots against Columbus. Uh, mm-hmm. Somehow they had what I don't know, seventeen shots last night. Maybe three were on goal. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and I I know the fans talked about how much they miss Bradley Wright Phillips, and that Bradley Wright Phillips has two goals in this tournament. But who would even get him the ball? Yeah. Yeah. Who would get it to him? Yeah, I Nobody. No yeah. It, it really I, is. I, I mean, I guess we can keep piling on this game. We might as well. I mean, uh, or these two games. You know, obviously the zero shots on goal against Columbus was embarrassing. Um, the fact that you go into a game last night and start two midfielders at winger, or at, at forward, rather, that's just, I mean, come on. I mean, you might as well just say... Uh, we surrender, uh, you know, and against a team that you beat 3-1 actually earlier in the season, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it really makes no sense why uh, the, the strategy, the, the, the lineups, um, to be fair, Omir Fernandez should have had two goals. He yep. had two good looks that he put wide. Uh, I guess he, he gets the Derek Etienne Jr. award. Um, you know, it, it's, it really is just, it's, it's one of those funks that you're like, how did they get out of this? And, and you know, because we know help's not coming. We know this organization isn't signing anybody. Yeah, and, and especially this year. I mean, 100%. There is nothing coming. Nothing. No, you can, no. I mean, they can't anyway. You really can't get anybody. <laughs> Maybe a trade, but that's it. With, with what's going on in this world, it's true. It's going to be difficult to bring anybody in anyway. Um, but it, it's, I mean, you, you kind of... Brian White hasn't started a single game when he's been the most consistent goal scoring forward. So what is going on there? You have mm-hmm. to. Watch. I mean, is is it possible he slacked off? Maybe uh, I don't know, but it seems to me he should be the guy uh, starting forward. But it's I mean, Armis once again just looks like he's out of his element. I mean, I honestly thought yesterday was going to be a bounce back game because we've seen this before where the team just has an embarrassing loss and bounces back, and to see just a second equally dismal in performance. Is extraordinarily disheartening for as a fan, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if if we knew that the regular season was going to pick up a week after this tournament ends, okay, for example, uh, and these games did not count in the regular season standings, and Chris Armas was like, you know what, we're going to use this tournament to just kind of experiment, yeah. uh, get some of the young guys out there, test some things, then you don't mind the way the road the results were right it'd be a tournament oh gosh darn it we didn't lose some kind of like uh mid preseason tournament but these these three games mattered these three games counted Mm -hmm. advance to the next round the only thing you're playing for is is that trophy and the the spot in champions league which again is a big deal for sure right um but aside from that spot aside from winning you weren't playing for anything else points were going to count Points fucking mattered, and you just 
it's just inexplicable decisions. Uh, yeah, Brian White. Now, I think before the Atlanta game, they said he picked up a knock in practice. Okay, that I understand that. Mm. I can understand you bringing him on in the second half, and I think in the second half against Columbus, I think he played the second 45 minutes, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if he's good enough to play 45 in the second half of the game, explain to me why he can't start 45 in the third game. Right. And then you bring – and then you fucking bring in Ben Mines first as a sub, and then White and Barlow, and nothing against Ben Ben Mines. But if you look at it, those, those three guys as strikers, he's number three in that list. Yeah. He just is. He's mm-hmm. just the number three guy. I, I just, and you're not bringing a guy in the second half down a goal to start the second half. You're not doing anything. You didn't change anything. Right. Nothing. You have five substitutes. Five, not three. Yeah. Five, and you did nothing to start that second half to even spark the team until you were down by two. Then you threw two more forwards in, and then they looked like they had some kind of semblance of uh, pushing and trying to get a goal. Mm-hmm. When it was, it was just, it was too late at that point. Yeah. The, 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 the fire train is now, I think, fully on board. And I said this to our friend Pete Herrick just on Twitter a few minutes ago. I'm not the guy that likes to jump on the coach early because he's not the one on the field missing the headers, missing the plays, but he's making just bad decisions before yeah. and during games. Yeah. And we saw it this whole time. And again, even that first game in a, against Atlanta, it was great to beat Atlanta. It's always good to beat Atlanta. But you won one nothing. Could have easily a tie right at the end of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, had not Jensen made a great save. And, I mean, I'm just going to, like, you want to bring that back. What the fuck is Ryan Mira? Yeah. Also not playing? What? What what have you seen in, Jen, in Jensen that Ryan Merrick can't be starting the third game of this tournament? Right. Yeah. What do you what do you, what am I missing? Because that own goal sucked. Oh yeah. Sucked. There's and I know been, it was a little deflection, but it that sucked. There's been a few soft goals for sure. Yeah. And the fact that Ryan Mayer has been so solid for this team and he's still sitting on the bench, I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, we don't know these answers because. MLS teams don't tell you shit, and the Red Bull, te- the Red Bulls especially, don't tell you shit. Um, and and no media outlets cover the <laughs> the team. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just inexplicable. It really, really is. I will just not fucking understand what's going on at all. Yeah. You know, going back to your point about you know Armas out, um, you know, it's this team right now kind of reminds me of. The U.S. national team and the, the the tail end of Jurgen Klinsmann's reign, like where you just saw a steady decline over a few years until it just became abysmal. And I and I really do feel like that's what this team has looked like under Ar- Armas. You've just seen a steady decline, and it's it, you know it's like at what point? You know, it's not it's not all on Armas. I'm not I'm not going to completely crap on him because right because obviously the you know the front office needs to sign players. And, uh, you know, it's uh, – and they're not doing that. Yeah, they, they clearly – I mean, once they, it seems like once they bought Leipzig, New York became a after, complete afterthought. So mm-hmm. – um, but it, it's – but I mean, the thing is, uh, you know, Jesse Marsh with those 
minimal uh, resources did a lot of great things. And so with the right coach, you can get results out of these guys. Yeah. It just isn't. I mean, a good coach does make a team better. And under Armas, they've clearly gotten worse. Even I think the advanced passing statistics this time around were pretty terrible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's just these these really were two of the worst games I've two you know a set of two terrible terrible games. I mean, I, I, as I I'm reiterating what I said earlier, but in so many years past we've seen them put one terrible performance in, but always have uh, a bounce back, you know, or at least be competitive. And that just wasn't the case here. And Cincinnati, I'm not at all convinced that they've turned a corner and they are now some dominant team. No. Uh, so I, I really just put this squarely on Armis, on the front office, on everybody, just for absolutely failing at this one. And something needs to change. I don't expect anything to change. But, you know, I guess, you know, I, I guess in a way we're not spending our hard-earned money this year because I don't think we're going to be in a stadium at all this year. But it's, you know, if you want to get, like, open your eyes. Look at the empty stadium when when people were able to go there. Look at the empty stadium. In the Marsh era, we had 20,000 fans in that stadium, and it was great. It was great. And it was because the team was playing at a high level. They're not doing that anymore. Something needs to change. Um, somebody, uh, if somebody in Red Bull office listens to this podcast, for the love of God, change something. Like, get rid of Armas, get rid of Hamlet. Just make this team competitive again because you have fans that want to root for this team and are looking forward to rooting for an, a winner. Um, and it's and for the for the, for the ninety sixers in particular, it's long overdue. Yeah, yeah. But they did look good in the black jerseys, though. I'll say that. Yeah, well, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying nice. it. It's just, nice fuck jersey. Fuck nice fuck jersey. Fuck. I'm not giving them any more of my money. <laughs> no, no more money. So I know we had some emails. Uh, can you bring them up I, while I read the one that was actually put in our little message? Are you able to bring the other ones up? I might be able to. Let me see. While you try that, I'm going to read the one uh, we have here. Uh, it says, hi, Jason, Pat, and Truman. So we've been playing our own pregame music for the RBNY MLS's back tournament, and we're trying to remember the songs they used to play at the Meadowlands. Pump It Up by Elvis Costello for sure. Then I Got a Feeling by Black Eyed Peas, Everybody Dance by CNC Music Factory, We Will Rock You by Queen. But what else? Can you guys judge up some more songs for the pregame playlist? Thanks, Chris, Kingston, New York. All right, Chris, so I'm going to say, uh, Pat, I don't believe ever attended the game in the Giant Stadium era, so he's completely out of this. I'm completely and, <laughs> and for me, I couldn't tell you a single game that they played in that era because that was a long fucking time ago, and I do not remember at all. At all. Uh, what I will tell you is, I mean, just remember the songs that we sang in 101, which is most of the songs that we, we sing nowadays in 101. Uh, aside from you, I could use more Everybody Dance Now by CNC Music Factory. I mean, if they want to play that, and if they want to play... um Pump Up the Jam by Technotronic, like, I would be down with that, too. I'm totally down with those songs. Uh, I mean, might as well play it during the games, because that would probably make these games entertaining, at least. Yeah. Yeah, might as well do it during the game. So for the other people who sent the emails, I am not logged into our email account on my phone, and uh, I cannot 
do not remember the password. So this is why we need Jay. It's yeah. Going, he's yeah. under the weather, which is why he's not with us tonight, unfortunately. Yes. So we uh, actually- <laughs> I, I, I do know that we got an email from Bradley Glick, who uh, actually is taking us up on our co-hosting spot. So, Bradley, I will see you this. We will definitely be in touch. Uh, I think we'll probably do it now. I know the Red Bulls are out, uh, but maybe we do a show next week. Uh, we'll do a little more soccer talk. talk. Maybe we'll talk about this tournament. Um, uh, unfortunately, aside from RB2, there's we're getting, there's more bad news coming on this show. So, um, actually, I'll say it's, it's I'll actually say it's it's not terrible terrible news. Um, but uh, yeah, so listen, Bradley, you you'll definitely come on to this show. Uh, I, I say we'll do a show next week. Uh, we'll be in touch and we'll get that figured out for sure. Well, I think because I think these all count towards the standings. I think we do have consolation games, but nothing is scheduled yet, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't it weird that the, the tournament group stage is pretty much over and we don't have any semblance of a schedule at all? Nothing? Not even like we're not going to play a season or we're going to play a se- Like nothing. There's been what, – what the fuck is going on? Well, the final group stage games are tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess we're going to find out who we have in the loser's bracket uh, maybe by the end of the night and uh, after we record this episode. So what are you going to do? Um, any afterthoughts? We we pretty much did afterthoughts for that game. I right? think we just destroyed this team as we should. Yeah, uh, completely. I, I, yeah, I have I have nothing else to add. I wish I could say something positive, but I got nothing, man. I got nothing. Oh, okay, hold on. Let let me pile on a little bit more. Has nothing to do with the teams, but let me talk about the the big TV screens where the fans are on it. Mm-hmm. The idea. Super. But people, you can't even see yourself on those screens. They, I mean, the score, the, half the score covers up the one that's on the sideline. No one sees the one in the ends. What do you see yourself for, like a millisecond? Like a millisecond, there you are. Uh, <laughs> and also, every time, I, every time I see it, it's just people jumping down celebrating. Are you not watching these games? Like Red Bulls yeah. fans, are you not watching the, the players, the, the team? Yeah. Like, I, how are you even getting excited at all? You're clearly just not watching the game. You're, you're just completely checked out. Because if yeah. you were watching those games, you would not be holding a scarf up or shouting at all. Yeah. Now, my my girlfriend asked me last night, oh, who are those people? I was like, yeah, I got offered to be on that, but I just didn't want to. And she's like, why not? I was like, well, for one thing, then I wouldn't be able to pay attention to the game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I passed. <sighs> All right, well, so we will have a game soon, from my understanding, uh, if I understand how the tournament works. Uh, we don't know what it is yet, so uh, prediction standings, uh, I'm still in the lead with four points. Uh, I believe Truman is in second with two points, and Jay is in third with one point. Why so, were we so optimistic? Same. What were we all thinking? Yeah. Done. Uh, I, I predicted, yeah, no, we... We didn't record a show, obviously, before the game, um, but we did do a prediction in our group chat, and Jay predicted a tie. Truman predicted a 2 nothing win. I predicted a 3 nothing win because I really did think, one, Cincinnati wasn't that good, and that we would just have an angry uh, comeback, and, well, we were all wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was that. Um, so Red Bull 2, they're not on the agenda. No. But what was uh, – what was the score? I think I saw highlights that the score was bad against Philly. I mean, I 
don't know. It's really hard to pay attention when you're so mad at the the, the you know the yeah. veteran team. Yeah, I, I do recall seeing a tweet. I think they were playing last night as well, and I think it was against. I mean, it said Philly, but I guess it must have been Bethlehem Steel, and uh, I, th- I believe they were losing rather handedly. So, well, tune we'll into the Red Bull Two Rant podcast, and you can yeah, find yeah. out. Yeah, there are there is a Red Bull Two Rant podcast. If I'm not mistaken, so check them out. Yeah, um, but, not us. Yeah, but what we do have on here is that the. Sky Blue, uh, they played uh, and they lost 3-2 to Chicago in the semifinals at the NWSL Challenge Cup. But the fact that they made the semifinals and scored some goals is an improvement over the last couple of seasons. So maybe some yeah. Sky Blue. And like, and actually Jay said in our chat, you know, they were, I think they were actually down 3-0. Um, and they fought and got it to 3-2 and at least made it a, a, an interesting game. They, yeah. they showed fight. Uh, we saw none of that. None. None. Oh my God. I, oh, I I can't bring it up again, but we played three games and we scored one goal. We all got to celebrate once, once out of three games, one time. And that was the first half of the first game. Ah, so bad. Pathetic. Who are our big signings this year? Oh, some guy from France. Yeah. And then there was someone other from the German second division, but I don't even know what, he hasn't made an appearance yet, right? You know, it's it's just embarrassing. It's just embarrassing to be a Red Bull fan right now. Uh, you know, it's funny. It sucks. This whole damn pandemic, all I'm excited about is being able to watch my teams again. And all they do is just disappoint. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah. Uh, thank, uh, thank God for the fake sport that is pro wrestling. Thank God for wrestling. Because... <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I mean, the Mets the Mets play tomorrow, and they already lost their number two pitcher for who knows how long. Yeah. 60-game season. A 16-team playoff. Yeah, I just saw that. That got updated, yeah. Yeah. So, the Mets have a chance. <laughs> sure. Half the yeah. teams have a chance. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess uh, this comes up to, I, think, I believe next is, what, dumping ground, right? Yeah. Uh, Christian Pulisic had a hell of a season. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So maybe there's hope for the uh, U.S. national team. I mean, considering that Tyler Adams is healthy and he played well in his few games, that the Bundesliga played. Uh, Weston McKinney, from my understanding, didn't have the greatest season, but he's still getting thrown all around all over the place. Um, uh, Gio, Giovanni Reina is now playing fairly regularly for Dortmund. Um, which is also another exciting thing there. Uh, a lot of young Americans playing their trade in uh, Europe. So it's it's uh, more than ever before, especially at such a young age. But who knows? Maybe there's some hope on the horizon, at least for the U.S. national team, whenever international soccer gets back, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Christian Pulisic, uh, what, what I really like to see is that I know the season is so weird, but – he scored against big clubs. Yeah. You know, he scored against Liverpool yesterday. Now, mind you, I think the game was 5-2 at that point when he scored um, against a team that, again, is is kind of coasting to the finish because they were hosting the trophy that day. But still, I mean, you he still scored against Liverpool at Anfield. I mean, empty Anfield, but I don't care. Like, that is a great team, obviously a great team. 
he is scoring against big clubs in England. And I, that is like so huge playing on a big team at Chelsea. Uh, dumb, dumb Frankie Lampard. He's a dumb, dumb, but you know what? He's starting him in these games. So I got to give him credit for that. And it's, it's really awesome to see him succeed at, at one of the highest levels in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's pretty much all I have in dumping ground. You have anything? Yeah, 16 team playoff for Major League Baseball. I don't know. It's going to be crazy. It's, it's going to be nuts. It's a crazy uh, year. Yeah. Strange year. Wild. Uh, aside from that, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about Liverpool again. I mean, I can. <laughs> they, they got to finally host a trophy, which was cool. Uh, nine people got arrested outside Anfield. That's always a fun time. <laughs> you know, suddenly there's fireworks getting set off. Um, yeah, a cool moment. I wish I wasn't at work watching it. I actually went to record the game, and I recorded a half hour after the game, thinking that's plenty of time yeah. to record the celebration. Uh, of course, it wasn't because, like, it I don't know, they didn't start celebrating for, like, 40 minutes afterwards. Uh, so I had to watch it at work with the volume half up because I'm at work. Um, but cool. I don't know. That's it. And, you know, the funny thing I've thought about today is, like, it, you root for a team that's so far away that you can never go to the games. But you know what? I mean, you get to go to any Red Bull games. It doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, it's true. true. So it doesn't matter if they're an ocean away or six hours away. I was actually thinking about that the other day. And I, we were talking, I, I don't know what even made me think about it. And I think it was something on Sports Talk somebody was talking about. But how do you get so passionately involved in a team that you can't go to a game? I'm not saying you're not allowed to. Uh, I'm just saying for me personally, if if I don't have some sort of rooting interest, like really personal rooting interest, like for Europe, it would be if an American's on the team. Mm. Uh, but like for me, it has to be a New York, New Jersey team for me to give a shit generally. Yeah. How, how do you get tied into Liverpool? Listen, so I, all right. So if people don't know the story, because probably all our listeners don't know the story, here's the story. Uh, a friend of mine named Vinny who owns the Monroe pub in Brooklyn, which you should definitely go to. Good um, he is from Liverpool. And, of course, it's all he would talk about was his team over and over and over again. He loves them. You know, he's from there. That's his team. Uh, he got a couple of my friends into liking the team. And so we just talk about it all the time. At the time, I didn't really have uh, – I didn't really care that much about European soccer. I liked Real Madrid just because I played him in FIFA. That was it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Liverpool actually played uh, Roma at Giant Stadium, I think it was 2004, they played at Roma – and Vinny's like, I'm getting, we're getting tickets, and we're all going. So we went to the game, and I sat in the makeshift cop section, as they called it. It was like the Liverpool diehard section, and it was fucking awesome. It was great. It was Michael Owen's last game in a Liverpool jersey. Uh, he scored the game winner. Jabril Cisse, I believe, scored in that game. Uh, they went on to actually win Champions League that year. So this was preseason. They actually went on to win Champions League. Um but that was it, man. Like that experience, it was so much fun. I'm like, all right, this is this is my team. I, I'm all in, and uh, yeah, I've been following them ever since. And it is weird because I'm with you. I I don't understand a lot of fans who like. I don't know. I have a friend who loves the Houston Astros, mm. and he likes all the other Philly teams, but he likes the Astros. Not a Phillies fan, he likes the Astros, which. Right. I, I, I feel it's like until like unless the Astros pay the Phillies or the Mets or the Yankees, like you can't go see them. You can't just drive an hour at the most or, you know, however, you know. Right. It's weird. It's a weird concept. I don't know how people do that. It's it's very strange. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. Liverpool is the only team that's far away that, that I definitely root for. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I'm glad we got that out. It was a little uh, storytelling by Truman, uh, Truman there for you. All right. All right. I think now is betting corner. Um, my betting advice is don't bet on the Red Bulls. Ever. Ever, <laughs> no, please, please don't, don't be, don't be like us. <laughs> Ever. So that's my betting advice for this week. Well, how, how about this? Um, who do you think's your favorite now to win this tournament? Mm. You know, Orlando's looks surprisingly good, and you know they are the home team. Uh, you know what? I, I'm just I'm gonna you know I'm gonna stick with a former Red Bull. I'm gonna go BWP, and I'm gonna go LAFC. So LAFC yeah. is my shining. Yeah, he's been shining, which is which is awesome. Which yeah, it was really cool to see. And and honestly, I'll tell you what. Uh, a lot of people said Columbus would be the dark horse uh, in our group because everyone thought Atlanta would win that group. Um, and a lot of people said Columbus dark horse and. They fucking bossed. They bossed everybody around. So, look way like way better than I think a lot of us. Well, the chumps like you and I thought that they would be. They're fucking a class. Zardes is is a fucking killing machine right now. Fucking Zardes. (laughs) Go for us, buddy. (laughs) Ah man, yeah. Now it's uh, Atlanta. I mean, I mean, it just goes straight. How much they're missing Joseph Martinez. Yeah. Brutal. All right. Well, I guess the final segment, uh, terrible team of the week. Take it. Us. That's it. Us. When you watch the performance, how can it not be the Red Bulls? How how can it not be? Listen, you can see Atlanta, and they got sent home early, and they lost to Cincinnati, but they only lost to Cincinnati because they had a player sent off early in the game. And since Cincinnati scored a great goal, uh, we – had no one sent off in this game. We barely got any yellow cards in these three games. Very little. Yeah. Uh, and to just not muster a shot against Columbus, and then you compile that with whatever that shit show was last night, there's no comparison. Yeah. None of how bad we were in one week. God awful. Just, yeah. <sighs> Hopefully there are better days to come, but pff, that's not happening. Yeah. But you know what? Our shows are usually better when they're terrible, so I guess... Yeah. I'm- oh, yeah. Angry. We're finally very angry. Yeah. All right. Well, you know the rundown. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can give us that money on Patreon. You can find us on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. I believe we might be on Spotify now, but I forget, so... Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, you can find my find me at PMAC DA2 on Twitter. Uh, Truman is at the Truman. Jay is at Dr. Stooge. And you can obviously follow us at Red Bull Rant. Uh, last words before we get out of here. Yeah, Anthony, we'll read your emails. Just keep emailing us. We'll read them. We'll yeah. read them. We just don't have them here. We're not, clearly, we're not organized at all. We're doing this on our phones. Just, just uh, text. Just, you, you have my phone number. Just text me next time. Yeah, just send us messages. That'll be a lot easier. If you get us in this email, just 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 message us, man. And I mean, so much- we chatted about this game last night, so 
he he's just as frustrated. <laughs> yeah. So if here's here's the way here's the way the fans should act like all our listeners should do it. Since you probably follow one of us on Twitter, if not all of us on Twitter, just send us a direct message at this point because yeah, it's the best way to do it. Um, we we suck. We know we know we suck. It's fine. Yeah, we forgot to I forgot to log into Rebel Rant. Uh, oh well. But Bradley, <laughs> listen, Bradley, you will be on this show next week. Absolutely, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, for Truman, myself, and Jay, this has been episode I forget already. Uh, thank you, as always, for tuning in. And uh, I guess go Red Bulls. Let's go Mets. Sure. Bye, everybody. <laughs>